Hola amiga, welcome to the Amiga Arise podcast. I'm Priscilla Gomez, your host and hopefully an amiga for a journey of learning, growing, and thriving. I'm a licensed clinical therapist with a trauma history of my own, but I was transformed by the call that God has placed on my life. And I'm here to share how the clinical world taught me how to begin my healing process, but ultimately only God was able to heal the darkest areas of my past. Amiga, I know you are smart, driven, successful, and ambitious, but yet there seems to be something missing. You might be wondering why peace and joy are lacking in your life. Amiga, welcome. I can bet you have walked through some dark paths yourself, and maybe you're wondering if God is even real or why suffering exists or what your true purpose is here on earth. Amiga, I hear you. But if you're ready to take a deeper look, find freedom, and step into flourishing God's way, I'm here to lend a helping hand as you step into your healing and your faith-filled life. So open up that journal, pop in those AirPods, and take a deep breath. We're about to embark on a beautiful journey of arising to your true self. Hola amiga, welcome to today's episode. I am excited to be talking about perfectionism. As you have heard from my story, uh, perfecting, performing, and proving were definite coping skills for me in my journey of healing when I was wounded and just seeking validation, right? So I really wanted to talk about this point because I've noticed that I do talk about these three Ps, so to speak, on a regular basis, and I wanted to take a deeper look and diving and take a little bit from Brene Brown, as you all know, one of my go-to scholars in the field, but also she just breaks it down so simply and eloquently that I love to use her as a reference. There are other uh, references that I will be using as well and will be citing for you, but the main quotes will be taken from some Brene Brown work. So let's dive in. Perfectionism, as Brene Brown would say, is not self-improvement. Perfection is, at its core, about trying to earn approval. Early praise for achievement and performance has become a dangerous and debilitating belief system. Quote, I am what I accomplish and how well I accomplish it. Accomplish it. Please perform, perfect, prove. So she even goes a step beyond the three initial P's I had talked about here, perform, perfect, and prove. She talks about pleasing. And I've also talked about my journey of people pleasing, right? So perfectionism is something that bleeds into many of our areas of life. And I never would have described myself as a perfectionist because I don't pay attention to detail in that way and capacity. Like I know some of my friends and creatives out in the world who when they get into a project they just want to see it so perfect and lines and structure and um you know and that's a that's a different thing that i'm talking about that um like that strive for excellence and i'll get there but perfectionism for me meant like oh i needed to dot my t's cross my (laughs) cross my t's and dot my i's you guys know the the saying um but i never self-identified as a perfectionist because I never needed like all those perfect little details, especially in projects. Um, I really freed myself from that and, and it did give me space to achieve and excel to us, to the capacity that I could from, for most of my, um, area of academic life anyways. 
But once I dove into the definition of perfectionism, I actually began to understand how it bled into my life. And so, friend, you might be like me. You may identify as a perfectionist or you're like, um, no, I don't need everything to be perfect. But <laughs> there's this huge, unrealistic, unattainable goal that you're always striving to achieve. And whenever you're not there, you think you're not enough or you're only good enough or as good as you perform and achieve. So you may align with that definition, which I definitely do and have, of course, much more in my past. Now it's something that I have to overcome in different capacities, right? As I've talked about the pain cycles, when I find myself in a place of feeling shame or judgment or criticism, then I have to identify what what core pain point am I feeling at this moment and how can I get out of this or work through that process? And sometimes that means phoning a friend or just diving in a little bit more into my own journey processing. <clears throat> so here are four ways that Brene Brown defines perfectionism a little further and why it's unhealthy for us. First, perfectionism is a self-destructive and addictive belief system that fuels its primary thought. If I look perfect and do everything perfectly, I can avoid or minimize the painful feelings of blame, judgment, and shame. So here, friends, just as I had mentioned about myself, when we go into a place of blame, judgment, or shame, because we're not producing, performing, perfecting our craft, it becomes destructive and addictive because we're constantly striving for that sense of perfection, that which isn't actually attainable. So that goes to Brene Brown's second point. Perfectionism is not an attainable goal. It's more about perception of others, especially of self and others, but it's more about per perception than internal motivation. And there is no way to control perception. So we there's no way we can control what others perceive of us. So no matter how much time and energy we're spending and trying to perfect that craft, there's gonna be someone who's going to maybe have an outlook on that achievement other than perfection that you're looking for. And thirdly, so perfectionism is addictive because when we experience shame, judgment, and blame, we often believe it's because we weren't perfect enough. So if I would have done that differently, if I would have said it differently, if I would have gotten my dream goal by this point, then I would have XYZ. I would be XYZ. We become even more in, entrenched in our quest to look and do everything just right, just perfect. And lastly, the fourth point that Brene Brown brings to awareness here is that perfectionism actually sets us up to feel these things, shame, judgment, and blame. So it's kind of this loophole. When we feel these things, we fault ourselves, and then it also makes us feel these things because we're setting ourselves up for this perpetual shame, blame, judgment game. So she elaborates Perfectionism actually sets us up to feel shame, judgment, and blame, which then leads more shame, judgment, and blame. It's my fault. I'm feeling this way because I did not do good enough. 
And these are just some examples and some areas to examine and evaluate your own thought process when it comes to achieving and attaining certain goals, dreams, aspirations. I am by no way means, shape, or form saying that setting goals, dreams, and aspirations is something that we shouldn't be doing. (laughs) On the contrary, this is what I am here to explain the difference between perfectionism as a debilitating coping strategy when we feel these things such as shame, judgment, blame, and the difference with actually having a healthy strive for excellence in your life. So perfectionism is not a healthy pursuit of excellence. That's the key that we're getting to here. Those who strive for excellence in a healthy way take pleasure in trying to meet their standards, right? There's pleasure in the process. So when you're creating and going after something, are you feeling joy and gratitude and this fulfillment? Or are you feeling agony and shame and anger and frustration and irritation by the process of achieving that goal dream? Perfectionism, in contrary to healthy pursuit of excellence, results in struggles, self-doubt, fears, disapproval, and, and fear of rejection. So here, friends, we have these two contrary belief systems. I can do great things if I apply myself and enjoy the process while doing so, or I'm going to try for the best possible outcome with no errors, no falls, no failure, and hate the process while I'm doing it. So although this may seem like a very clear differentiation between perfectionism and healthy striving, Amiga, I challenge you to really take a look at the differences and look at your dream setting, goal setting, and aspirations. Where are you on this spectrum? And sometimes you'll find yourself on a more healthy striving than a perfectionist outlook, right? And sometimes we'll find ourselves on a more perfectionist outlook than a healthy striving outlook. And if I'm being honest, friends, like there's days where it takes a minute for me to even recognize it's happening. It creeps up on me when I'm not taking care of myself. But here are just some breaking points, some just bullet points as to how you can differentiate the two just a little bit more and a little bit in in recap of what we just stated. Healthy striving is going to look like setting standards that are high but achievable. It's enjoying the process as well as the outcome or regardless of the outcome because you've learned something through that and you've obtained something regardless of what you thought it was gonna look like. It means you're able to bounce back even if there was failure or disappointment in the process or at the very end of the process, right? Maybe you didn't meet what you needed and you're like, hmm, that was disappointing, but you know what? I I took so much from it and I'm going to do this differently the next time I try something similar. Or I'm actually gonna get back up and do the same thing but have a different approach and implement a different process. Also, it means keeping and having normal 
anxiety and I know that we don't use that a lot normal fear and anxiety right because we're in a culture of kind of trying to reduce the feelings of fear and anxiety in your life and absolutely but what we're talking about here having normal and fear normal anxiety or fear is talking about doing things that require excellence of you gives us a little anxiety and it gives us a little bit of fear because internally we are striving for that excellence and we're like we might not make it but i'm going to take that step of faith or leap into that thing regardless of that outcome so it is allowing the fear and the anxiety to be there and saying and saying i'm going to do these things regardless of the fear or anxiety that resides at the moment And sometimes that fear and anxiety is pure excitement because it is something new and something joyous and something that you've been looking forward for a very long time. Um, Sometimes that's like going to grad school and or going and enrolling back into undergrad school or buying a home. And these are all big things and big responsibilities. Being a parent, it's all exciting, but also there's going to be the this internal fear of like, oh my gosh, there's so much responsibility that I need to do it. I need to walk in this regardless of the responsibility. So it's about having enough self-belief that you can walk through this. Healthy striving is also seeing mistakes as an opportunity for growth and learning, right? So a little, just repeating what I've just said, even when we don't make the outcome that we think we're going to make, we've gotten something out of it. And it's also reacting to constructive criticism in a healthy way. Understanding that we don't know all the ins and outs of a new project, a new thing that we're walking into, or even if it is something that we've been trained in and and prepared for, there's going to be things that are out of our foresight and in our blind spots. And we are so eager to take on that constructive criticism as a learning opportunity for ourselves and and look at it in a positive way rather than in a critical judgmental shameful way right so that's just a recap of what healthy striving is and a recap or some bullet points to look at for perfectionism is quite the opposite so listen up or or just take note in the difference and maybe evaluate where you land, right? Perfectionism is setting standards that are way beyond your reach or reason. You know that it's not attainable, but you are going to try your hardest and maybe even sacrifice your emotional, mental, physical, spiritual health to get there because you want to achieve that thing on the on the top of your list without flaws or any um, shortcomings, right? So it's setting this standard that's unattainable. It's never being satisfied with anything less than perfection, right? You There's one little thing that didn't go through the exact way you wanted and it is devastating. Becoming depressed with the face of failure or disappointment, if failure or disappointment starts to define your mood, your day-to-day life experiences with everything else, and it becomes depressing to wake up, to engage and respond to the world because of that one mishap, failure, disappointment, that is perfectionism at play and at work. And then instead of having normal fear and and anxiety about the potential outcome or therefore lack of outcome, you become 
preoccupied with this fear of failure. Like, if I fail, then this will happen. Then I will be fill in the blank. All the shameful words you can think of. And when you're seeing mistakes in your work or in your process, in your performing of this or exercising this goal, dream, or achievement, you see your mistakes as evidence of unworthiness. It, I am I'm not worthy of this process. I'm going to check out. It's an all or nothing kind of game. Like I'm not going to do, now I just, I'm not worthy of it. So why even give it a, tr- a chance or the time of my day? And lastly, in perfectionism, you become overly defensive when there is some sort of criticism or or con- even if it is constructive criticism, it is taken to the heart and it becomes a question of self-worth. So friend, these are all things we have heard of, maybe listened to some TED Talks or even read some Brene Brown books yourself, but it's a good replay of of information and assessment for yourself to take a look at where you're at on this spectrum as I explained of healthy striving and this unhealthy destructive need for perfectionism in your life. I would ask you to just jot down these questions, take a moment to reflect on them and and think about where you land. So here are some questions to think about. One, am I performing out of the need to prove, perform, please? If so, how is this serving you? What are you getting out of it, right? Are you getting a sense of validation? Are you getting praise, applause, things that you feel at the moment is what you need for your identity of self-worth? That's one question to ask yourself and a good place to start. I know that's a packed question. It takes a minute to, to dive in, search honestly, truthfully, and vulnerably with yourself, and then assess why it's so important for you to stay in that need for validation or approval of your identity. The second question I would ask is, how is perfectionism harming you? If you do align with this question and find yourself in a need for validation in your performance, how is it harming you? What are, in what areas of your life has it bled into? Is it pulling you from friends, family, faith, relationships, your own physical well-being? Where is it? tugging away from and taking something from you even though you think it's giving you something in in return so those are two big questions to just ponder over and think about if you wanted to reach into the area of like okay Priscilla so now I've looked at these questions I see how it's not serving me and it's harming me now what right what do I do from here well I would take it one thing at a time just look at one area project goal dream or achievement that you're currently working on keep it small to one thing that you um just want to evaluate and ask yourself what's a realistic expectation of this goal or dream that you're looking at. What can I do to maintain my sanity, my mental health, my physical health, and my spiritual health aligned? What are some steps that I can 
take and be okay with the outcome regardless of how far I get, right? Like what what is an, an achievable step that I can make in the next three months, six months, a year out, however you want to space it out, but that it would still be meaningful to you, impactful, and yet not drive you to insane expectations and and pulling you from the things that actually bring you health and wellness. And if you're a person of a faith and or are thinking about how this can be intertwined with your faith, I would ask you simply to ask yourself, if I surrender my need to be perfect, can I allow for God to fill in the gap? So the question here is, can I surrender this expectation of being perfect so that God could come in and fill in the rest, right? The faulty thinking and the faulty belief system that you or I can actually achieve perfectionism in our lifetime really is setting ourselves up for a form of self-idolization. I can do all things and anything is possible under my control, my will, my work, my ethic. And as attractive as that sounds and quote-unquote like self-valuing um pursuit of self you are setting yourself on this level of there's nothing i can't do then there is no need for a god in your life you're not allowing for god to have the space to come in and actually help you work through this identity of unworthiness really because there's this expectation that i am only worthy when i achieve i am only worthy when i do these things so that's a big one and even for myself right as i walked through preparing for this episode i was like "Ooh, there are some things god's working in my heart currently that it's not debilitating me but i'm definitely having to look into some areas where i've have an unrealistic expectation of what of myself to certain capacities in certain areas and again like i said i can share more of that in a later episode but the last question, friend, that I would leave you on, if if you've gotten this far and you've asked yourself these first four questions, maybe just ending with the, if I let go of perfectionism, would it be so bad? Or what would I get out of letting go of perfectionism? What would be a result, an outcome of that? What would I get out of it? I know, amiga, this was maybe a light but also in-depth conversation today about perfectionism but I thought that it needed its own episode because like I said it's something that I never thought I would self-identify with especially in my in my earlier years in my 20s because I thought it was this um, picture perfect perfectionism that we kind of see um, in the media as like oh people who like to see everything perfect. If you're a Friends watcher, if you watch Friends, right? Uh, Monica, um, the character of Monica, she likes everything perfect and nothing moved and everything precise and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not like that. Things can be misplaced and I'll miss and I'll replace them or put them back where they need to be. Um, I don't, you know, need everything to be super 
pristine and precise. But when I started to do some more self-evaluating and reading some authors like Brene Brown, I really understood that I actually had um, a degree of this in my own nature because I did seek after and chase after the perfectionism of performing this facade of who I thought I was or who I thought I needed to be to present myself to be quote unquote presentable to the world. So Amiga, I hope this episode served you in some way, shape or form and or you can share this with another friend that may be struggling with perfectionism. I am so glad to be on here and sharing this journey with you and I'm looking forward to continuing. Hasta luego. Amiga, that's a wrap for today. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, brought you some clarity, or inspired you to take your next step in faith and healing. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, I would love to hear about it. And the best way to thank me is by leaving me a review and a comment on Apple Podcasts. You can also screenshot this episode and post me and tag me at Amiga Arise. I would love to connect with you and be on this journey with you. You can also join my Facebook group and meet other women on the same journey. So until next time, I'll be praying with you, Amiga. Arise and shine daily. And may we pray, move, and grow together. God bless.